Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Porch Thoughts, with me, Wizard V. I will be talking about quitting smoking weed. <laughs> I quit smoking weed. Well, not for good, just a little bit. Just, I needed to clear some things out and realize some things, apparently. So, I'm on day 28. It is January 28th today. And I quit smoking on the first of the year. Little New Year's resolution thing. I also quit drinking coffee on Christmas. So I've been off coffee for a little while. Uh, good old hippie speedball, right? Coffee and weed. And I like to call it weed. I don't call it pot, cannabis, or any of those other things. I just call it weed. <laughs> So I'm going to tell you, like, when I started smoking weed, I'm going to give you little stories, and then I'm going to tell you about what happened to me since I quit. So I, I started smoking weed when I was 14 years old. Uh, a friend of mine, we were on a hike, and he's like, check it out. And he had this little f- makeshift pipe out of a freaking Tic Tac container, plastic Tic Tac container. <laughs> Literally poked a hole in the end of it. And like, and I remember it was like stems and seeds and a little bit of green things. And we, we were like, we went up and crawled up into this cave on the side of the mountains down near Rancho Cucamonga. And my friend Larry's like, hey, hit this. And I was like, okay. And, and I like, I remember lighting it. And it was all pop, fizzle, sizzle, little seeds flying out and shit. But I got so high. Oh, my God. I remember, like, all I remember next was that it was, like, getting dark. Like, we, we went for a hike. We kept hiking. And it was a bunch of us. It was, like, a group of people. And uh, But I only ever, I just remember me and Larry smoking. It was, I don't know. It was weird. Maybe everyone else was already high. I don't remember. So I remember walking back to the car, and it was getting dark. And the, the one thing I remember more than anything was that, like, it was it was that dusk hour kind of like it felt like the moon was out but it wasn't out the ground was like lit up the rocks were kind of like like lit up and i remember thinking there was water everywhere like i kept seeing the the dirt as like water and i was like walking in water but there was no water it was just it was a weird experience but ever since then i was like ooh i like that something about it just it made me all silly and and laughing and i remember it just like felt like forever till we got back to the car just like days right but then i had this friend beef we called beef uh he he was like dude you want to smoke some more weed and so like we would just always go over his house he had weed he has this cool bong he had like a papa san and a laser light show and records and it was like the first time i heard the who and the grateful dead and a bunch of stuff so it like developed in my life and so for the next 30 years i smoked weed until like the year 2000 i quit for a month too but i didn't have the same realizations that i had this time so i this time I, a lot of things were revealed to me but slowly over a month like i had all these like small realizations so the reason i quit the reason i took a break was because i've been doing it for 30 years like, I, you know, and I remember that first time I quit, uh, I was at a friend's like bachelor party and I, it was like at the end of the month that I'd been, not smoked for a month. And the reason I quit was because I, I just gotten into this group of people who were like 
meditating a bunch and they were trying to get, they were all clean. And I just was like, yeah, I want to do that. You know, I want to meditate more. I want to be clean. And I didn't really have a real reason other than like I was hanging out with a bunch of clean people, you know? So I, I, I like quit, but then I was at this, this, uh, this wedding or whatever it was it wasn't really a bachelor party there was a bunch of people there but it was like the day before the wedding and the guy whose wedding it was comes up to me he's like dude i got some really good weed and i was like oh man and it was good weed was kind of rare back then you know in the year 2000 and he comes up with this giant glass pipe with this sticky gooey nugget purple i remember it was all purple and shit. i was like oh that looks good and i smelled it and i was like damn that smells good you know i was like i want some of that so i took a big rip and i remember thinking oh my friend <laughs> like i remember just like oh i miss this oh i really love it and i just was right back into it for the next 20 years or whatever i don't know and and so so i've been smoking for 30 years and you know it it's been fun and like i used to say and just recently i said this that like Mary Jane has been there longer than any other friend. She's always there. She's like my best friend. She's when I need her, she's there. It's a very symbiotic relationship, you know. It's like a it's, you know, you can always depend on it kind of thing, you know. And through the years, I've noticed how strong it's gotten and how like paranoid I get and stuff like that, but I kind of overlooked it, you know. I didn't really I didn't think much of it. I was just like, "Oh, that's some weed. That's hydroponic there must be a bunch of chemicals in that or something you know i just kind of whatever kept smoking weed years and years and years and i remember like scraping up money scraping up resin you know just to get high and then like in recent years just like saving and then like making an eighth last like weeks you know but somehow in some way i smoked weed every single day in some form or another like resin old pipes i'm scraping old pipes with the paper clip and just saving it at one point i remember i had this giant ball of resin like i was gonna smoke it someday and like what the? i ended up just throwing it on a fire i remember one time i moved and i was like you know what i don't want this anymore and it was literally like you know it was a big ass ball of resin i threw it on a campfire oh my god dude that thing was disgusting like it reminds me of like, uh, like it, it was just a bunch of lighter fluid, basically. It just went, poof, it like exploded into flames. But like, you know, thinking about it, it reminds me of like, I remember those uh, metal pipes you used to have the chamber. You like open it up and stick a bud in there. You're like, oh, I'm going to get this really resonated. And then you like bust it out after you're done with your weed and you smoke it. And it's like extra resiny. Like that was a good thing. What the <laughs> So then, you know, like after moving away from the Sierras and it was like hard to get weed and stuff in the, in the, in the 2000s somethings, right? I, uh, I moved to Oregon and when I moved to Oregon, it was like, I no longer had to save money. I no longer needed to like, you know, like preserve my weed and smoke just a little bit every day. Like I, I could smoke as much fucking weed as I wanted to. Like, as much weed as I wanted to. And I was trading art for weed. I was, like, people were just giving it to me. Everybody fucking grew it. So, like, I was just smoking up a storm. And up until just recently, you know, like, I got to grow my own. And and I had the realization that 
when you grow it yourself and you don't add a bunch of shit to it, like you're not pumping it full of stuff to grow these huge plants. You just grow these little meek plants that are like, eh, there's some on there, but it's not like pounds and pounds and pounds. It, it's actually tastes way better. It The high was way better. Like I, I really enjoyed that. It's not, it was, I didn't get as paranoid anymore. And recently I realized before I quit that like, you know, the relationship, the person who's gro- with the person who's growing it has a lot to do with the high. Like if that person's just growing, growing, growing to like make money, as much money as they can, that energy goes into the weed and you feel it. You know, if they're all paranoid all the time from like, you know, they're secretly growing weed or they're like, you know, hiding it from people or whatever that goes into the weed. And so you absorb that no matter how much stuff they put in it. But that has a huge effect too, like all the hormones they pump into it, all the you know all the chemicals they're putting in the soil. Like, it's not organic. It's not a hundred percent like good for you. Maybe they're using like bat guano and some organic stuff or whatever, you know, and that's good too, compost. But like the uh, the energy of creating it, and especially with like dabs and like edibles. People are making those to make money. Like that's a money making industry. Like people will take shitty weed with mold on it and throw some butane in it and make some dabs and like I can make a whole bunch of money. I could ship this to the East Coast, you know? Like it just it's bad. It's gross. And I've I've seen a bunch of people get blown up from trying to do butane dabs and stuff. And I know that's kind of gotten out of style now. Everybody's like pressing their weed. It's you know, fresh and it's, there's a whole other world. I get that. But the whole dab thing came up and it just kind of grossed me out. And people with their torches and it just looked like you're smoking crack, dude. It just looks like you're fucking smoking crack. It's like, dude, you need to get that high. You need to be that numb. And so, like, this has just been sitting in my head and I'm like, this is so obvious. Like, what the heck? You know, and I've been thinking about it for days now. And then, you know what? I was like, you know what? I'm about to move. And I kind of want to be a little more clear. And I feel like there's things I'm I'm being prevented from receiving, you know, like that I'm in the path of and I can't go any further if I keep smoking weed. So I quit smoking on the first of the year, 2023. And then this is what happened. So ah, at first I was like, I felt good, you know, like I felt really good the first week. I was like, I'm doing pretty good. And, I, you know, I was I actually fasted the first three days, too. So, like, I wasn't eating food. I was just drinking lots of water, like warm water and herbal tea. And I wasn't drinking any caffeine or anything like that, which I also quit smoke or quit drinking coffee on Christmas. But I have been drinking black tea and green tea. Not a lot. Not as much as I drink coffee because it's not as delicious. I'm not putting tons of creamer in it, which was a huge part of making me feel bad, like gross. Like I drink coffee every morning with a ton of that dirty creamer. You know what I'm talking about? The hazelnut creamer. Like there is something in that that makes it white. That is just, it's like embalming fluid basically. And I'd be sick to my stomach. Like I'd have this like ill feeling in my stomach every morning until like I'd smoke more weed and it would go away. So quitting drinking coffee, that stomach thing that was happening, gone. Quitting smoking weed. I, I felt really good that first week of January. But I, I, I realized now I was still high. 
Like for smoking for 30 years, I was still high. I could smell it coming off of me. And I started getting in the habit of taking baths um, and sweating things out. And I just kept doing that over and over. I kept sweating out, kept sweating, kept sweating. And I could smell it on me. I could smell it coming out of me. And then after about a week, I started to feel like not so good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not like horrible, but just I started to feel sober. (laughs) And I started smelling everything. I was so blown away about how much I wasn't smelling. I could smell my cat box. I could smell cigarettes. I could smell, I could smell so many things at once. Like I was smelling multiple things at the same time, which was like crazy. I felt like I was on like something else. Like I was like, what is this? I have superpowers and I could literally right now, it's still there. I can smell things. If I direct my nose at them, I can smell the, this sriracha sitting here. Like, and I couldn't do that before. And I, when I quit smoking cigarettes a few years ago, which I wasn't really, I didn't do for very long, only smoked for like two years. I would smoke spliffs, which is a whole other story. Don't waste your weed by mixing it with tobacco. Total waste of weed. Anyways, (laughs) I feel like I wasted so much, but back to quitting. So I started smelling everything and then everything became more vivid. Like I was noticing things that I hadn't noticed before, like things that were dirty, things that were cluttered that I was overlooking. Uh, I wanted to get like healthier. So I started eating more like because I was fasting. When I came off that fast, I, every single thing I put in my body, I felt. And uh, I was about a week and a half in, and I just got this ultra craving. I was like, I need something, and I don't want to smoke weed. I just need something. And a friend of mine had sent me some candy canes, and I threw them all away because I was like, I can't eat those. That's, that's too much sugar, you know. And I'd already gotten off the creamer, and that was the main source of my sugar. And sugar is like the number one drug, the one we all get addicted to first, you know. So like I'm still eating a little bit. I had a little honey. I put a little brown sugar in my oatmeal, you know, but not I wasn't like those high doses of the creamer and stuff. So that one night I had this craving. It was about a week and a half into not smoking. And I pulled half a candy cane out of the trash. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) and I ate it and I felt like shit it like really hit me i got a headache my stomach tightened up and my body was just like what the hell are you doing and i realized how much sugar is an addiction you know and it went along with smoking weed like because i had smoked so much i did wasn't feeling the sugar like i didn't it was like numbing me to stuff and then uh and then i came across this video by what was that one dude that the turtle guy the the um remember that guy's spiritual guy he talks like this and he's norwegian or something i can't remember that guy's name uh and he and the video popped up in my feed because you know algorithms it said uh i tried smoking weed um if you remember his name help me remember his name i can't remember that guy uh i never really was into his stuff i've never really seen him i just know he's like super sober and, and there was this video popped up and said i tried smoking weed i was like "Ooh, i want to see what he says and so you know, coming from somebody who was totally sober and clean. And he's, he's like, well, one time I was in Amsterdam and then somebody came to me and said, Hey, have you ever tried cannabis? And, 
He's like, yeah, I'll give it a try. And so he, he said he tried it and it made him feel like he had, he said it made him feel like he had, uh, uh, like maple syrup on his brain. And he said it slowed down his thoughts and it just, it kind of made a haze out of everything. Uh, it'll come to me, his name. I can't, it doesn't matter his name. Anyways, uh, he's the guy that like sat on a park bench and became enlightened or something. I don't know. I don't really know his story. I just know that I've never really vibed with him. Um, so he was like, it's like, it was like a maple syrup on my brain, but it slowed my thoughts down. He's like, I could see how that would be really useful for people who have like very cluttered, fast paced minds that don't stop. He's like, that's, you know, it's kind of helps, but and then that was it. He talked about taking LSD after that or something. And I was like, whoa. And he kind of had the same thing. He's like, it made everything vivid and more clear. And he's like, I could see how that would be helpful. <laughs> it's funny. Um, uh, what is his name? Oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. And then it made, me, it made me think about that. So I thought about that. And I was like, yeah, it does kind of feel like this haze is lifting. And my, my thoughts are sharper. I can stay focused longer. And so I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then a couple more weeks, like another week went by and I started having these realizations that I was using it as an excuse. Like at first I thought, like when I first quit, I was like, oh, weed is making me lazy. Weed is making me, you know, like uh, unmotivated. You know, it inspires me, you know, it like gets me creative, you know, but like not every time, not every time I smoke weed am I like, I'm going to write a song or I'm going to paint a picture. It was just kind of like random, you know, I'd get these moments of like, ooh, ooh, I'm inspired. I got to do something now. And I was using it as like, I was like codependent with it. I was using it as an excuse to do the thing I wanted to do already. And so I like had realized about two and a half weeks into not smoking, I realized I'm like, you know, I use weed as a scapegoat, as like a, a, an excuse to be lazy, an excuse to be irresponsible and shit like that. I was like leaning on it. And then I was also leaning on it for inspiration. And I thought to myself, I want to get to a place where I can do that without it. Like, I want to know that I can sleep without it. I have... I'm like hungry without it, <laughs> you know, I can be inspired without it and I'm not going to use it as an excuse for being lazy or irresponsible. Oh, it's not me. It's the weed, you know, kind of thing. And so I like those had lifted and I'm like, oh, it's me. I'm lazy. I'm, you know, all the bad things and all the good things too. And it took me a little longer to, re to like be motivated and inspired. Another week went by and I'm like, I'm inspired. I'm motivated to do stuff. Like I want to, I want to play music right now. I I'm like, and that, you know, that was one of the hardest things. Maybe not hard is the word, but feeling motivated to play music painting was no problem for me i could sit and paint no matter what um and it didn't I actually was painting more often i, I like kind of i've been organizing because i'm moving so i wasn't painting that much but it helped me to stay focused i was staying focused longer on organizing on follow through but um i had come to that realization that it was me the whole time all those things are me the weed is just enhancing it and i was using it as an excuse you know so i also like took me a minute to get back into playing guitar to like learn my dexterity like to get my chops back like i felt like 
definitely with music more than art that I was using it as inspiration. Like I would get high and be silly and make up songs. And it took me a minute to get back into doing that, to get motivated to making music without it. Because I had been doing that for 30 years, you know, like it kind of went hand in hand. Smoke weed, make music like that. Just art, not so much. Art was just there always. Like I'd, I'd been doing art before I started smoking weed. So I feel like I had that that drawing down that like motivation to create. So another week went by and I think that's where I'm at now. And I've had a couple of the realizations that <laughs> like. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, so I'll smoke weed again, but like maybe just in social situations, right? Like, and you know, oh, it makes movies better. Oh, it makes hiking better. It makes going and doing things better. And then I, I started thinking about every memory I've ever had about doing those things. Like I had this friend in the past who always smoked when he got to the top of the mountain. That was his philosophy. Like he liked smoking, but he would save it for those moments he wanted to savor. So like not until he finished cleaning his house, not until he finished doing his work, not until he finished, you know, like he got off work, he did his thing, he did the dishes, he got to the top of the mountain and then he would load like the smallest bowl and he would, and then just enjoy the moment. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. In my back of my head, I'm always thinking, yeah, yeah, that's good. And then I thought to all the memories of me doing that with friends and the last few years, I haven't really smoked with anybody. And I, and I started thinking back to recent years of when I do smoke with people, what does it do? What are we doing? It's just like a social habit. And we're here. And it's like you're sharing something. But then what happens after that? No very inspirational conversations. You might have some wild stoner thoughts. Oh, I have another stoner idea. Uh, you know, that kind of stuff. And I feel like... Like when you get ideas when you're high, you're basically just tapping into all the other stoners who are getting high at the same time. Like there's a symbiotic relationship people are having with marijuana that like taps you into all those thoughts. So like there's this collective thought cloud of weed and we're all just like tapping into it and grabbing ideas and, you know, plucking them out. It's very unintentional. Like it's just like, yeah, this happens to happen, you know, and you, you have like the marijuana dream, you know. Like that you're all in. You're like dream weavers. So it it made me realize that. And then also the dreams. The dreams started happening. and But the dreams didn't happen for like at least two weeks. I started having these really vivid dreams of like like uh, scenarios with people. And I, I dreamt of my grandmother. And it was weird because I dreamt of her on her birthday. I had this really vivid dream about her, my grandmother. And all these real symbolic meaningful things I was like processing trauma and processing ideas and stuff and I've woken up a couple times with ideas on my lips like I'm saying something um this one dream I had I like I woke up saying something and I was like oh I have to look that up and nothing came of it but it was a weird idea and then the, the other day I had this dream where I was saying soul sharpener I was like what is that like a sharpener for your pencil sharpening a pencil so my dreams have become really vivid and I, i've realized recently that you can put your intention into the dream so like if you have a question if you have an idea you say it before you go to bed and then you dream about it like it, it's gotten that way and the other thing that happened was i had a dream catcher hanging over my bed 
and I took it down because I'm packing up stuff. And then that day that I took it down, the dreams came in even harder. I was like, oh, duh. Like, that's what a dream catcher does. <laughs> it was such a stoner afterthought. I was like, oh, okay. So maybe it wasn't the weed stopping me from dreaming. It was the freaking dream catcher. <laughs> so, uh, like, in this last week, I've had all these realizations of, like, I'm funny without it. I'm inspired without it. I'm motivated without it. And like I did another podcast, my last podcast, I talked about, I had this idea for talking about magic and meditation and I kind of like molded over and I wasn't really clear about it. And I, and usually when I do a podcast, I get really high and then I'm like, I get all riled up and get myself worked up and I just start rambling, right? Like I am right now. And it was the weed that did that. Like I felt like it was the weed, but it's actually me. It's just me. Because when I sat down to do this recent podcast, I was like, I have so much to say. Blah, 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 blah. I talked for 57 minutes about that topic. And I'm like, I have so much to say right now. And this weed has nothing to do with it. Weed has everything to do with this podcast. But so these are some of the things that I realized. And I'm going um, to myself, like, in what situation do I need to smoke weed? Like, what do I... I mean, it's totally a social connection thing. And it's and so all these revelations have been coming to me. Like, everybody I know in a reggae band, not very many of them smoke weed. Like, if you get to talking to any of those those singers, they're like, no, it's bad for my, vo- my vocals, you know? Like, one of the biggest reggae bands I know right now, Ayaterra, Nathan doesn't even smoke weed. Like, I know a bunch of other singers of bands that I won't name that they've all quit drinking, they've all quit smoking, and it keeps them motivated to stay on tour, and they're not, like, down and up and down. And that's the other thing. I have not gotten depressed. I've gotten a little aggravated and aggro a couple times because of other people's shit, and I'm, like, realizing their shit, and I'm like, wow, this is what's really going on. Like, things are just obvious now. Like, so many things are just painly, clearly obvious about what other people are doing, their addictions, their habits, you know. And I've realized this whole scapegoat thing, too. Like, everybody blames someone else. Everyone projects their shadows, like that guy was saying, the shadow projection. Um, Carl Jung, you know, he's he talked about that a lot. And then, the, um, you know, the what is the golden shadow, too? Like, we project good on people as well. But like we are those things and it's not it's not outside of ourselves. We're all connected. We're all one anyway, right? So like if you see something bad in someone else, it's you. That's your stuff. You know, that's you. And a lot of times we blame things. We give we have permission slips to feel things, you know. We use drugs just to have experiences when we can already have those experiences without them. And that's a huge thing is learning that I can do it without it. And so now day 28 here we are realizing do i need to in what situation do i need to do that and i have like two giant jars of weed that i grew and i don't even want to touch it like i rolled these three joints the other day and i'm like i don't even want to smoke those there's a whole thing of keef right there and i'm like i don't even want to smoke it like it smells good but like in what situation do i need that you know and I'm thinking to myself, well, maybe if I'm at a show or before a show or if I hang out with an old friend or as a gift, I could give it away to somebody who's, you know, but I'm like, 
in what situation do I need to be high now? Like, what do I do? I mean, I'm sure I'll find a reason, you know, eventually. But that that craving, the like thinking about it has has gone away. Like I, at the beginning of the month, I was thinking about it five, six times a day. I'm like, mm, mm. and it's sitting right in front of me. You know, I'm like, mm, that sounds good. And uh, I went through this week right in the middle of the month of not having an appetite at all. Like I felt like I used it as an excuse to be hungry, kind of. And this last week, I've been so hungry. Like I just want to eat everything. I'm like, mm, I'm hungry now, you know, and. I've been way more sensitive to the food I put in my body. I like I sense everything and my psychic I feel like my psychic abilities are like sharpening. But this this clarity of thought is like more addictive than weed. I really like the clarity of thought and the motivation that I have and the ideas that are coming to me. I'm like I, I really like this. And things that I've wanted for a long time have started to happen. Like I'm discovering things like friends who I haven't talked to in a long time that have stuff to tell me. Like today I'm going to do a podcast with my friend Matthew who just wrote a couple books about meditation and, and metaphysics that I really want to know about. And a while ago I was like, man, I wish I knew somebody who wrote some books so I could interview them for my podcast. And then now there it is. like just pops into my reality. Now I have that opportunity. And I'm about to move to San Diego after being in the woods for like two and a half years you know not even really connecting with nature that much i mean i go out in it but like i feel like this last month i've been out there and meditating in it and looking at the trees and smelling nature and feeling way more connected walking out looking at the stars it's like why didn't i do this before i feel like it's really shown me how i have taken things for granted and i've and i've neglected the things right in front of me like uh, and i was i was inwardly inwardly projecting that like why are people taking advantage of who i am you know when in reality i'm not taking advantage of the things right in front of my face you know like things literally right in front of my face you know and it's just it's really sharpened my idea of what i what it is my priorities now so whether or not i stick with it that's one thing you know, I could easily see slipping back into it, like, with friends, you know, just to get high together kind of thing. Because I, I haven't been around people in forever. And it's kind of, like, a little depressing when you have a bunch of weed and you can't even smoke it with people. You can't even share it with people, you know. And But, you know, there's other things to talk about. There's other things to do. There's people to look in their eyes and talk to them about collaborating on art, you know. So... That's what I've realized. Uh, not smoking. Eventually, I would like to give up the caffeine. I don't drink it as much as I was coffee. Like, I would drink a pot of coffee a day. Like, six, seven cups of coffee. But now, I'm like, I drink like one one to two tea bags. And I keep rebrewing them over and over until it just tastes like nothing. And I've been mixing it with like herbal tea, rooibos, or orange spice tea that someone gave me. And uh, taking baths every day and doing the Wim Hof breathing technique like two, three times a day when I wake up and in the afternoon and evening has really helped. Like doing that practice of breathing has really kind of subsided the cravings for it, definitely. And then taking a bath every night has like relaxed me enough to want to sleep 
And so, like, there's other things you can do to, like, you can meditate, you can take a bath, you can go for a walk. You know, there's, like, things you can do that are, like, free. <laughs> that really, like, are inspiring and motivating. Yeah, and I just needed, yeah, I just needed to check in with myself and just realize that I could do these things without it. Because I felt super dependent on it. And, you know, I'm willing to let it go. But, like... It's a huge part of who I am and my motivation to do stuff in the past. And I'm not denying that or like rejecting that part of myself. I accept it. You know, that's just who I've been. And in the future, I might be that person too. But I, I don't know what's going to happen when I smoke weed again. Like, I might not like it. I might be like, ew. Oh, I can't get anything done. You know? And so like right now, I'm thinking, when do I want to? And I'm like, well, maybe when I get settled in, we're hanging out with my brother and we could smoke a fatty and it's kind of like a bonding moment or something, right? But do I need to? You know, or like I see old friends and we're like jamming, playing some music together. I could see that, you know, like a band situation, like practicing in somebody's garage. That might be fun, you know, or like right before a reggae show or something, or right before a electronic music show or like I'm about to go be around people or I don't know just something situation to make me like sillier I don't know but like at this point I don't feel like I need it it's kind of like when you're hanging around but at the same time I don't want to tell everybody I quit smoking weed because I don't want to appear as some like better than you I'm just figuring out my own thing you know I'm not I'm not better I'm not worse I'm not I'm just doing my own journey so I'm not totally like other than this podcast and posting a couple times in my stories like uh, day 30 or day 28 day 30 I'm not even day 30 yet <laughs> like day 28 I haven't smoked any weed that's just I feel like I'm doing that just because I want it's an egotistical thing I, I definitely know that like I want people to know that I'm more than just smoking weed but whatever they'll find that out on their on their own but I feel like because I've been doing it for 30 years that it's like part of my identity. Like people know me as that stoner hippie guy or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how they see me. But I've gotten a few interesting responses from people I've never hear from, which has been interesting. They're like, whoa, good job. Congratulations. Or nice. Welcome to this side kind of thing. You know, and it's been interesting seeing the responses to those messages. And they're all private messages. There's nothing I haven't posted publicly that I'd quit or anything like that. It's always just in the private message. So I kind of like that. But after this month goes by, I'm not going to be doing that anymore. Because I don't, I don't need to feed my ego. It's been encouraging. But at the same time, I don't need outside encouragement. It's myself that encourages me, you know. So I'm just going to use this as a learning point. You know, see what happens next. You know, I might could fall back into my ways. or I don't know. Who knows? But I know I have this realization that it's not just everything that I am me no matter what like it might enhance some things but it's not the be all end all you know like there's more to it you know there's you can feel high on life you can just feel high on art off of friendship off of nature like there's there's so much to feel high off of at some point I thought like am I doing all this other stuff as another way to get high like doing the Wim Hof breathing technique definitely gets me high. Like I'm like, ooh, this is nitrous. You know, like it feels like it's getting me high. But 
I feel like that's all everyone ever does. It's like we're seeking experiences. We're seeking um, actions that make us feel better. You know, and if that's that's not such a bad thing. And I've also realized that I shouldn't be so hard on myself. Like if I do smoke weed, so what? Whatever. You know, I don't have to keep doing it every single day. You know, having patience with yourself or having, you know, just that acceptance and forgiveness of yourself. You know, it's like I had this realization the other day. I was scrolling through Facebook and somebody had posted like before and after pictures of being an alcoholic and then not getting sober. And they're, you know, they would be all bruised up and cuts and like falling on their face and like or like a heroin addiction and then getting sober. Like it made me realize like. My shit ain't so bad. I'm addicted to smoking weed. Like, who goes to rehab for smoking weed? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like it's not that bad. I'm not smoking crack. I'm like not ruining my life selling everything just to get the next, you know, thing. But it's an easy addiction. You know, it definitely is an easy addiction. Like, oh, I got some weed. I never run out. You know, it's just, it's okay. It cures cancer. It's healing me. It's medicinal. You know, my back doesn't hurt. Blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? I've stretched more. My back is not hurt at all. I haven't fallen in depression once a week like I usually do. Um, I'm maintaining my own motivation. I have clear thoughts when I first wake up. I get up and I meditate. I get up and I breathe. Like, whereas before, I'm like, yeah, maybe I want to meditate. Oh, I probably should force myself. Now I'm like, sit up straight, breathe. You know, like, I'm there. You know, I'm very present in the moment. And, you know, it's just part of my journey. But I don't want to feel like I'm better than anyone or that that it's it's just my journey. I, I accept the fact that everybody has something different going on. And, and I've realized recently that I don't know shit as far as what other people are doing. Unless they tell you, unless you ask. Like, I don't know what people are into. I don't know what their, their, their problems are or like... And and I'm thinking weed is a bad thing. Man, there's people getting bombs dropped on them. <laughs> you know, like people living in poverty trying to get to the next meal. Like I've been blessed. I've lived in a beautiful place. I'm about to go live in another beautiful place with a great weather. Like I shouldn't be so hard on myself because life is good and it all works out. But it is nice to have this like check-in moment where I can realize that the things I've been doing have led me to where I am now. And it's a big part of me. Weed is a huge part of me. Like, that's just, like, my my cultural position, you know? I've been the stoner hippie forever, you know? And that's... I'm not going to go change that right away. I'm still going to dress in robes and be all messy and, you know, like... You know, <laughs> it might change. I might get some better clothes. <laughs> I've been lately I've been looking at like what I'm wearing I'm like damn I need something new <laughs> I need to like go shopping or some shit I need to you know and then the realizing that like on a daily basis like keeping your hair up you absorb less people's shit just little things like that like your actions where you place things like I've just been so much more aware of like the moment you know just awareness in general it, that it's really been an eye-opener, and it's only been 28 days. I can only imagine what will come in another month. I might, like, all my traumas or whatever might surface, you know, or or they might not seem as bad. Like, I don't even think I have that many traumas. Like, I didn't, there's nothing horrible about my life. Like, 
my parents did the best they could, you know, like I lived wherever I could and great opportunities have happened my whole life, you know, like the way I live my life is already a good thing. It's not like I'm going to change who I am completely. I'm still going to be Michael and I'm still going to like be into the same things I was into before. At first it was kind of hard to listen to some of the music I used to listen to a lot when I was getting high, like, you know, No Quarter by Led Zeppelin. I would just always smoke weed to that song or like reggae, you know, but now I've grown to appreciate it even more. Like I, I'm like hearing stuff I didn't hear before. <laughs> like, wow, this is, this is more interesting sober, you know, and like being able to dance or being able to be happy and joyful and like laugh at stuff. Like I'm able to get to there without weed. Whereas before I felt like I was using it to, to just laugh at stuff or to, to deal with the world, you know, but I realized that you don't have to do that to deal with the world. You can just do your own thing and, and keep your own light, you know, and I'm less reactionary to things. Like I don't react so quickly. Like, and that's an opposite too. I thought because I was smoking that I was, that it was numbing my reaction to things, but it wasn't, it was making me way more reactory to it. Like, and when I was high and something depressing thought would come by, I'd attach to it and I'd go down that rabbit hole and it would pull me into depression and not smoking. When those thoughts come, I'm like, Hmm, interesting. And then I move on. Like I don't get attached so much to negative dark thoughts i'm like oh well to each their own that's what they're doing whatever i'm doing my thing you know and having more intention when you do things and having more like of your own you know like momentum you know is is huge you know having your own momentum and and discovering and exploring parts about yourself you know discovering things is like huge and they stick you know, you like have a good thought, a good idea, a good realization, and it doesn't just fade after a couple of days. And you're like, eh, that was shit. You, it like actually sticks and you start making it part of your life. So I've realized a lot in this last 28 days, 28 days later. So we'll see what happens in the future. Um, I might, I might change all those things, but at least now I have a recording of what I discovered. <laughs> If I ever feel in doubt, I could just listen to this again. And if anything, maybe this will help someone else realize those things about themselves. But I'm not trying to save the world or anything. I just feel like this is a good topic for a podcast. <laughs> because you don't hear it very often. You don't hear about a stoner who's been smoking weed 30 years and then decides to quit. It just, I just don't, I don't know of any good examples. You know, I don't know of anybody like trying to... Because weed is such a soft drug, you know. It's not like heroin or cocaine or something where it's like killing your health you know it's promoted as like helping your health so you know there's that and i think that's why it's so hard for people to like give up because they're like well it's good for me but you're smoking something i mean that can't be that good for you right and your carcinogens going into your lungs right so i don't know maybe this will help one person if it helps one person realize something then you know, maybe that's a good thing. Or maybe it's just entertaining to listen to <laughs> what I've been through. So cheers and thanks for listening. Till next time. I'm going to be recording more podcasts about uh, meditation techniques. And I have an idea for one about music, like music I've discovered over the years and how to discover new music. Because 
I feel like I feel like a lot of people just discover stuff in their suggestions. You know, like when people when the YouTube or Spotify or, or what's that one? Uh, there's another one out there, Pandora. <laughs> when they tell you what to listen to, that's just an algorithm. And then that's another podcast I want to do is about social media and algorithms and the best time to do things online. Because a lot of people have not done it seven years straight like me. And I've discovered some things from doing it seven years straight. And I feel like some of those things have worked out. So I could share those things in a podcast. So that's another podcast I want to do. And then today I'm interviewing my friend Matt about his book that he wrote or two books he wrote. And he's about to write three more. He's in the process. So I get to interview somebody about a book. That's exciting. That's today, this afternoon. So there's a few podcasts coming. Uh, Thanks for listening. And thanks for tuning in. Listening to my rambleness. Because I just rambled for 45 minutes again. Wow, look at that. (laughs) If you like the music in the background, it's me. You can find it on all my social media places. Oh, my stomach is growling. I need to eat food now. My stomach just told me. All right, have a good day. And don't forget to hug people. And don't forget to brush your teeth. But just the